While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome. Welcome to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we have State Rep Chris Markey coming in. So we got that. Again, I like having the legislatures uh, from Beacon Helen uh, on the show. They always have, it's always, it always makes for good conversation. But you always make for good conversation as well at 508-996-0500. Interesting that that poll came out that said they don't want a rematch of 2020 between Biden and Trump, that most people don't want Biden or Trump. Guess what we're going to get in 2024? We're going to get Biden versus Trump. I'm pretty confident in that. It seems like, first of all, for a couple reasons. One, um, it's almost out of your hands. Two, uh, it, you know, this, this, I'm looking at, you know, we're, we're hearing the, uh, we're looking at these, we're looking at these, um, Senate elections across the country. I've been talking about them. Fetterman, I think is going to win. I think they're going to end up picking up one seat. I think it's going to be Democrats plus one, right? They might lose Nevada, but I think they'll end up picking up one. If the Democrats pick up one seat, they're going to lose the House, but if they don't get bludgeoned, they don't get bludgeoned in the House, then I don't know how they don't just trot Biden out there again. Right. I think the optics of that look a lot better than shuffling him off and running somebody else. And if Biden, you know, doesn't have the worst midterm performance ever, like as it stands right now, he might actually end up having a better midterm result than when Obama was president in 2010. And especially when he was president in 2014, he got washed in 2014 then I think Biden will still be the nominee. Uh, For Trump, 
I just don't see him losing a primary. I, I don't see him losing a primary, even if, even if, um, even if like major Republican Party figures, you know, like want somebody else because they don't want Trump to continue to be an albatross around their neck. Even if like, you know, like Chris McCarthy, my friend Chris McCarthy wants somebody else because they feel like Trump will be an albatross around the Republican Party's neck. I think the base is going to line up behind Trump. I think the majority of the base is going to line up behind Trump, and I think it's his to lose. But we'll see. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, Marcus. Um, I think... You know, it's hard to predict what's going to happen. There's a whole election before 2024. Yeah, and I just, I think that, I think you know, that. It's an, it's, it's an, it's, no, it's an interesting, um, you know, inquiry or a, uh, you know, uh, it's, an, it's interesting what might happen then, but I think it, it all depends on what happens uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, I think in a couple of weeks, I think, I, I do think, the way the Senate races looks, and again, you know, anything can happen. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Herschel Walker won, despite all of, you know, his controversies. You know, I wouldn't even be necessarily surprised if Dr. Oz won. But I guess Dr. Oz had a major gaffe in the debate uh, just tonight. And it seems to me like it looks like those candidates are going to win. So if the Democrats are plus one in the Senate, and they don't, like I said, they don't get clobbered in the House. Remember Obama lost 60 seats in the House? That's not going to happen this time. I don't think that's going to happen this time. They're not going to lose 60. They might lose like 20 or so. But they're not going to lose 60. So if he doesn't get clobbered, if this, is a, if this is a referendum on Biden, which midterm elections are never really a referendum on the president, but um, if it's a referendum on Biden, then oh, I, I, I disagree. I think they usually are. No, they're not because on the administration because the because the the party out of power always wins, almost always. Even Reagan Reagan lost his midterms before. He... So my my take my take on uh, the the midterm swings, um, and go, at least going back to uh, the Clinton administration. So uh, Clinton won with uh, I, I, if I remember right, forty three percent of the vote. Over George Bush with the uh, the outlier, uh, yeah, with uh, Ross Perot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but but there was, it was a very arrogant administration. Um, they felt they had a mandate, which they didn't. And then so mm-hmm. the next comes up as Newt Gingrich, and the Republicans sweep, and they and they thought they had a mandate they didn't have, and they overreached. Yeah, that's you know well. I mean? That's and, what I'm saying. But Bill Clinton, Clinton pivoted. No, so yeah, no. So it's, it's interesting that the the midterm elections will, I think, will affect who even decides to run yeah. in 2024. Yeah, that's and, true. You know, if it's a, if it's a big sweep, which it might be. Um, I mean, people are kind of pissed off right now. It wouldn't like, surprise. It wouldn't surprise. Like it's kind of like the sheriff's race. Not there isn't an outcome that would surprise me at this point. Like so, if the if it's end, end, end up it, if it ends up being plus two Republicans, like if Oz and you know if Oz and uh, Herschel Walker both win, and, and let's say uh, you know Cortez Masto loses in Nevada against this guy Adam Laxalt, if that happens, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not like shocked by that outcome. It's it's still a, it's a tight race, but it's 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 not. I, I don't see. It doesn't look like. 
the trends are pointing towards like a, a reckoning for Democrats in the way that, like I said, Obama had to sustain no, in both we were of his a split terms. Company, uh, split company. We're a split country. Um, there's a there's a little swing. It's not mm-hmm. a uh, it's not an overwhelming uh, tide. Yeah. I, I, but I, so we we shall see. But I but I think what we'll. I, I think, think Roe v. Wade's killing. Will determine who, Roe v. Wade's I, I really killing the Republicans. I'd be surprised too. if Trump ran again. To be honest with you, I don't know why I, he wouldn't. Tis to lose. It, it is, and, and I'd be. But I'd still be. I mean, this guy surprised me his whole career. Yeah. I. But I. I. I just. I can't see him. I, I can see him. Trying to be a kingmaker, not a. Uh, he's not a. Again. He's not really a kingmaker, though. I mean, his his candidates don't do all that well. Uh, they don't, they're not. They don't like a Trump endorsement's good, but it's not like. It's no, but I mean, but that's that's that that role that he's kind of taken with, with all the with the lawsuits and the, the criminal actions, the congressional actions. That's too. That's too behind. The, that's too think, behind think, the scenes I think for him. He likes being in the. You know, in the. In the in the limelight, but in terms of being president, I, don't, I mean, who knows? There's no bigger limelight than being president. He has said he's already made his decision. He's going to announce like his decision sometime, you know, you know, soon-ish. You think he's he's going to announce he's running again? I would be surprised if he's not. I think again, it's his to lose. Yeah. The nomination is his to lose. I don't know about, how about the, Biden. Do you think Biden will do it? I I think we'll see how this. I think so. I think they'll trot him out again. I, I just don't. Again, it's it'd be quite a thing. I don't think people understand like the optics of of pulling your like of pulling your presidential um, like oh this guy let's how about um, Gavin Newsom like I don't think people understand the optics of that just like pulling your your president like the, the sitting president just pulling him off the ticket like that. I don't think that those optics work out well. Like oh here's I think he, he has to announce it himself. You know, yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, Lennon Johnson. Yeah, maybe like you know, you, you heard like I said, there's Gavin Newsom. There's a JB Pritzker has the money right to do it, and I think um, don't forget Bloomberg still out can there. coalesce the support. Bloomberg, Bloomberg will try again. He could, he could try again. Uh, that would, that would certainly be pretty horrifying if Bloomberg was the Democratic nominee. I'd, I don't really want to live in a world where he's the Democratic nominee going up against Trump. I, that's that's pretty well, horrible. Well, I mean, assuming it was Trump, I just mean on the Democrat side. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it, it, it'll be. He's a terrible. I mean, he's a terrible Newsom, guy. Newsom's obviously lining himself up for it. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to carry much beyond the uh, the coasts. Um, but we, I mean, we'll see. It, it, but I, but I do think it really depends on. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily what, think what news- happens. What happens in a couple of weeks, and then and everything will kind of realign and readjust, and um, you know, some some people will consider. And you know, it, it, and announcements make everything. If Trump announces he's going to run, he's going to chase away a lot of Republicans. If Biden, oh, he'll cl- the, the uh, field- Biden says he insists he's going to rerun. That's going to chase away a lot. Of- <laughs> Yeah, you know what, though? I think, like I said, I think Pritzker is interesting to me because he's got the finance, he's got the money to buy out Biden's uh, orbit, you know, because that's the big thing with Biden. That's one of the reasons Biden was able to run. It's because Biden has an orbit of people that essentially rely on him, right? Uh, Like they've been, you know, he's been a major political figure in national politics for 50 years. And so there is, you know capitalism there's money to be made but i think pritzker has the financing to i think work with that and i think 
you know, a sure, I think a sure, it wouldn't be a primary from the left. And I think that would be, I think that's viable. I think, again, he has the power base. I think Newsom has the has it too in like the donors, you know, the donor base in Silicon Valley. I think that's another reason why Kamala Harris was, was tapped too, because Kamala Harris being from California, being from San Francisco, had that donor base uh, to tap from Silicon Valley. Um, but her, her star certainly cratered. Um, so I would, you know, I think, I think actually a Trump, Trump would clear the field more than Biden would, but it's, it's just still difficult to envision M- a sitting prime. Everything. Money is not everything though. I mean, do you remember, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> of course it is. Well, it, 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 well, of course it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's everything in politics. Yeah, no, no of course it, it is. Yeah, but it doesn't, it's not always the best indicator. You uh, need billions to, you need when, billions. When, 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 you know, Trump made one of the, uh, one of the more interesting comments up in New Hampshire, when all the, uh, you know, the the uh, establishment Republican money was going for Jeb Bush, yep. and the amount of money he spent in New Hampshire, and and and, and it, was, you know, it, it was broken down at the time. I don't remember the figure, but it was, you know, proof the vote he actually got. And Trump just went, "That's sick," and and I think. You know that's politics, but that, that Trump, is Trump. It, Trump it, it though was, had he, he had all the money and none of the excitement. Trump had, first of all, like decades of earned media um, from being a celebrity and the earned media that he got. Plus, he was plus he he, he wasn't like poorly funded himself. Uh, I Trump Trump had decades of building up, you know, uh, a billion dollar. Like brand, you know, basically. But in terms of what he spent in New Hampshire, was, uh, oh, in New Hampshire, yeah, 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 sure, sure, in New Hampshire, yeah, yeah. By then, I mean, actually, who won? Uh, Cruz won Iowa, right? It's always the, it's always the trouble is getting kind of pluralities, and they're not doing too bad. Well, well, the first you know, primary was, was Iowa, was, and Cruz won. Cruz won yeah. that because the the. The the evangelical lunatic always wins uh, Iowa. <laughs> Mike Huckabee won Iowa. Why do you why do you why do you think uh, Archer Daniels Midland is the supermarket to the world? Why do you think we have uh, ethanol mandates? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and and, and uh, uh, Cruz uh, Santorum Huckabee. Um, didn't uh, Pat Robertson win Iowa too? I think in '88. So, but um, yeah. And then Trump Trump won New Hampshire, right? I think that's how it happened. Then Trump uh, cleaned out, uh, cleaned house in it Super was Tuesday. People running at the time. He was yeah. getting kind of, you know, the he, he yeah. wasn't getting smoked. Yeah, and then and and and, and they would flip flop, you know, um, yeah. you know, from New Hampshire to South Carolina or whatever. I mean, South Carolina really seems to be the the new bellwether. I mean, that's what Biden for, for know, the Democrats. That's what, that's, it what, is. that's what propelled. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I, I think it, it's kind of an interesting state. It, uh, but but it's um, but that's the big one. That that, or that is a big one, and um, you know certainly. Uh, well, that was about Joe. That was Clinton's strategy too, because in he lost his first three, four. Pri- he, he basically Biden had the same sort of strategy. He lost the first few primaries, and then when it went into when it went into uh, uh, after like. It was Super Tuesday and winning those southern states because he's got a significant amount of the uh, of the black vote uh, in those states. Well, that's the endorsement from yeah. um, the late. Um, um, I'm going to forget his name now. The uh, congressman um, Lewis. Yes, thank you, John, John Lewis? Lewis. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, John Lewis kind of gave him the the nod. Yeah, and, Jim uh, that, Jim that Jim, Jim Clyburn with Biden, same he thing. He was the kingmaker. Yeah. Or, 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 
Oh, 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 no, no. Clyburn's yeah, no, Clyburn's Clyburn's definitely a kingmaker in yeah. uh, in South Carolina for sure. Right. And yeah, so and actually, I think there was like forty percent of the electorate or so had said with Biden's campaign. Uh, they said that they had the the Clyburn endorsement had had moved them to Biden. It was forty yeah, percent based, on, deal, based on the like, exit polls. Who, who are you going to vote for? You you know you're going to vote Democrat, and who are you going to vote for? And I mean, Joe wasn't exciting, but uh, Kamala had, had had dropped out. Uh, uh, that was, you know, Gabby, and I'm trying to remember. Uh, the, the rest of the candidates. Well, at the not, time, nobody was nobody was trending really. By the strong. time South Carolina came around, it was Bernie. Uh, it was it was Biden, Bernie, yeah. uh, Amy Klo- Amy Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, uh, and uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bloomberg. And 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 and, and Warren and Bloomberg were um, really doing poorly. Yeah, Warren. Warren's, I mean, we all know Warren stayed in way later than she should have, uh, and selfishly so. Um, honestly, but uh, she had no path to victory. And in fact, her campaign manager, Roger Loud, like openly said that uh, they're basically counting on a broker convention uh, to get delegates, which was incredible to me. But um, yeah, yeah, at the time, that basically the same strategy. But we, we kind of got off track here. Uh, I think that I think the Democrats are going to do okay. I think a lot of that has to do with Roe v. Wade. I think Roe v. Wade's really screwing the Republicans. Like I said, I just heard an offhanded comment from uh, Doctor Oz about Roe v. Wade. That's really, really not good. And I think it really it can be uh, soundbited into a good attack ad. So um, I think the Democrats are going to pick up a Senate seat, and they're probably not going to lose in the House that badly. So I think you're going to get the same candidates basically. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, so, but it, we'll. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to you guys' coverage on election night. Oh, uh, me too. Thank you. I, I'm I'm really excited for it too. I, I, I it's going to be, it'll be quite the ride. We'll be able to call the local races, but obviously we're going to keep an eye on um you know the Senate races and all that. Who controls the House? Who controls the Senate? That's obviously really important. So, yeah. Sounds good, Marcus. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah. Have a great night. You as well. All right, let's take a break. Actually. I'm getting better. Getting better. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. You know, we were talking about just some money that's going into the sheriff's race. Uh, I know that there's an independent expenditure committee that's been formed uh, to put 50K into 
um, the uh, to support uh, Rasan Hall for DA against Tim Cruz in Plymouth County. Again, the Plymouth County District Attorney debate, the second debate of this election cycle. It's going to be here uh, on South Coast tonight. It's going to be Monday uh, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And that's coming to you commercial free, commercial free. We wanted a, you know, and that went well with the sheriff's debate, commercial free. I I was, I'd be, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't concerned and that might've just been general, you know, nervousness, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't concerned about whether or not going commercial free was a good idea. I was like, oh, we're going to have enough content, but they provided plenty of content by yelling at each other. So, and having some robust policy discussions. But yeah, there's a, you know, there's a lot of outside money coming into that race now. Um, it's nullifying Hodgson's camp, uh, fundraising advantage. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Like I said, not a single outcome would surprise me in this race. But uh, just looking at some of the ballot questions now uh, and the money that's going behind that, I'm looking at question. I mean, there's in, in some of the money that's coming into these races, but I'm looking now uh, at the money that's in question. The only one that's competitive in terms of fundraising, it seems like, is question one. So question one, the sub- for support for question one, there is $24.8 million in support of question one. Looking at some of these expenditures, you're getting the Mass Teachers Association, National Education Association, a lot of Mass Teachers Association, um, NEA, National Education Association, a lot of teachers, a lot of teachers unions, uh, you know, fair share Massachusetts. So seems like there's a lot of teachers unions behind um, SEIU, Service, uh, uh, Service Employees International Union. Um Looks like mass independent values expenditure. So uh, affordable housing alliance. So it makes sense because uh, I mean the 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 argument and support is that it's going to raise about two billion dollars in extra revenue that could go th- towards education infrastructure. I remember it got ki- it got booted off the ballot in twenty. 2020, it got booted off the ballot um, because of a technicality. So the way it works is basically you, there has to be like a, a relatedness. There's like a related, uh, like a relatedness clause in the state constitution that says if you're going to put a ballot question in there, that's going to be like have to do with law or I mean have to do with funding or whatever. It has to be like substantially, the topics have to be substantially related and like two of the things that the uh, that the funding, you know, that the they said the revenue would go towards aren't weren't related enough. So the Supreme Judicial Court basically kicked it off the ballot. They did the same thing with the Uber, um, the Uber and Lyft ballot question. Um, they got that kicked off the ballot too because of technicality. I think it was like relatedness. The question, like the question, had certain things in it that weren't substantially related to the other, but. Um, the opposition is thirteen million, so that's like that's competitive for sure. You know, thirteen million isn't nothing. Still, a not uh, an eleven million dollar fundraising advantage, basically. 
you, Robert Kraft is behind that. Um, there's a lot of uh, independent um, donors, too. That one's at least competitive. Question two and three is competitive, too, but I don't know. Like, I don't know those yet. The question two is competitive. Question three is not competitive. Support has got 800,000. Oppose has got 12,000. Uh, again, question two is competitive for support. The question one, you got 9 million. Oppose, you got seven. Question four, which is the driver's license bill, it is more than a 10 to 1 fundraising advantage for support of question one. So voting yes, voting for the driver's license bill. You have Arbella Insurance Group giving $200,000, SEIU giving at least 500000 I think probably more. Um, yeah, there's a few. There's some major individual donors, too, uh, to the ballot question. And ballot questions, I believe, are unlimited. Uh, they don't have a cap on donations. So... I don't think ballot questions have a cap into donations the way candidate races do. In the candidate races, uh, you know, the Democrats are just substantially outraising the um, the Democrats are just substantially outraising the, the Republicans in every. I mean, more Healy's got 4.7 deals at least tightened it up a little bit with the fundraising. Uh, he's got a million now. Um, so I guess there's that. Total cash on hand. <laughs> Total cash on hand. Healy's got three million. Deals got eighty-eight thousand. There's city councilors with more money than that. Uh, Total spent. Healy spent four million. Deals spent nine hundred twenty-seven thousand. So, um, Attorney General, you have. Total raise. So I had Jay, Jay McMahon on. I was like, you know, Andrea Campbell has two million. You've only raised a couple hundred thousand. He goes, well, she only has this much on her now. But it's like, yeah, but she still spent the. She only has sixty grand on her now. I'm like, yeah, she still spent the other money. <laughs> that still counts. You still get the name recognition. It's not a clean slate. Uh, but Desaglio actually looks kind of competitive. Desaglio uh, significantly outspent Anthony Amore too, but they're putting uh, they're putting money towards ads. Uh, Campbell's put eighty five thousand between two TV ads, uh, saying they'd spend a, a combined two hundred fifty um, on and uh, yeah, they're going to spend two hundred fifty thousand ahead of election day. Uh, there's a fifty thousand dollar expenditure behind Rasan Hall. Um, it looks like McMahon and Deal have been going up on uh, television. McMahon, the attorney general candidate, and Deal, the governor candidate. McMahon spent about 75000 on ad buy so far and th- expects it to be about 100000 There's so much money in these elections. It's really incredible. It's incredible to watch because there is like... There's so much money to be had in these elections. Like I said, you even look at the sheriff's race where Harrell raised 130000 this year. Hodgson raised about 110000 this year, but already had a couple hundred thousand. Then you've got the $300,000 extra that's coming into these races. It's, it really is incredible uh, how, much outside, you know, how, much, how much money there is for all these races. 
There isn't money for anything else, but there's money to elect candidates. But 508-996-0500. Take a break. We'll be right back. Listen to us live. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus, 508-996-0500. So I can get in the program. We were talking about some of the the uh, money that's been being spent in the statewide races and the ballot races. Um, a lot of that is going uh, in a, here. You know, a lot of that's breaking in the Democrats' favor. Part of that is because it's a non-competitive year. The, the Republicans have basically put up a non-competitive ticket uh, for statewide races. I mean, and even if they had competitive candidates, they can't put any money behind them. They aren't putting any money. They aren't putting any money behind them. And as I've said before, there's money to be spent. Uh, and it's not just because, oh, liberal Massachusetts. Um, if Charlie Baker was running against Maury Healy, Charlie Baker would be getting uh, outside money. Charlie Baker would be raising money. He'd be raising money and he'd be doing a pretty good job of it. Alan Fung's getting a, at least $2 million in outside money coming into this race. It looks like he might win that race. I did see they shut off the, um, in New Hampshire, Maggie Hassan, who I believe was the governor of New Hampshire before she became a senator. But she's running against Don Bulldog, uh, who is, uh, I think, retired uh, general. Um, and it looks like the National Party has cut off the spigot there. So... Maggie Hassan says it's going to be a tight race, but she's probably just saying that she can raise more money because, you know, if the national national Republicans aren't going to give up on a Senate seat in New Hampshire, unless they're not going to give up on a Senate a Senate seat in New Hampshire unless they, um, uh, unless it's it's unwinnable. So, um, I, the Senate races do interest me this year nationally. Uh, there's not really any competitive ones here. Uh, like I said, the only one that could have been competitive, I guess, is is Bullduck. I, I don't think the Vermont. There's an open seat in Vermont because Patrick Leahy is uh, has is leaving too. He's the one that Dick Cheney famously told to go f himself and on, uh, on a hot mic. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, but uh, I don't think that race is going to be. It's the, the the congressman. I forget his name from uh, the congressman from from Vermont is running for that seat. It looks like he's going to win. Uh, I don't think that's supposed to. No one's. I don't think anybody's betting on that one being really competitive. The big races to watch out nationally are Pennsylvania, uh, Arizona. Um, Arizona's got an interesting governor's race too, uh, with Kari Lake and Katie Hobbs. Arizona, I think, is a cycle away from being a cycle away from being a blue state. They're basically, I think, what Virginia was in like the late two thousands, where they're it's a state that's definitely trending blue. Nevada's close. Nevada will, in off years, elect Republicans. They had that guy Dean Heller, uh, who was Dean Heller was a um, he was elected in. 2010, 2011. He ended up losing in 2018. He ended up losing in 2018, I think. Was it to Cortez? No, it wasn't to Cortez Masto. It's to the other guy. But he ended up losing his um, his Senate race. Cortez Masto, I believe, got Harry Reid's old seat. Um, Harry Reid was a Senate Majority Leader uh, for some time. If you don't remember Harry Reid, he was a Senate Majority Leader uh, for during the Obama, basically during the Obama uh, era, 
in during the end of Bush's term. He was the Senate Majority Leader. Uh, he's He was a big kingmaker in Nevada. And a lot of people are actually saying in Nevada, because you have Catherine Cortez Masto who's running for re-election, you have this guy, Adam Laxalt, who looks like he might actually win that race. What they're saying now is that Cortez Masto um, losing, which would demonstrate, and I see that they're doing a town hall on Fox News for for in, in Nevada to get that guy Laxalt elected, basically. But what they're saying is, basically, that this could be the collapse of like Harry Reid's political machine. Um, if Cortez Masto loses, uh, you know, I, Harry Reid, before becoming senator from Nevada, I believe was on the gaming commission, too, was a very powerful figure in Nevada politics. And I don't know, maybe the uh, he was carrying a bit more water than uh, people had originally thought. But that's a competitive election. Then you got Georgia, of course, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, not Michigan, Wisconsin. It looked like Mandela Barnes, the lieutenant governor there and Ron Johnson, the senator. It looked like Mandela Barnes could have pulled that off but see you know they ran some they've been running some uh effective ads in ron johnson's uh side and it looks like looks like ron johnson's going to survive that one so 508-996-0500 take a break actually we'll be right back 1420 songs we actually considered for the intro it is about suicide but no, no one really knows you can't, can't get that from the song but it's you know tonight tonight so people thought oh, it's you know tonight south coast tonight but i like the song song choice that they made michael michael thought of i i like that i think that was the better choice thanks for joining me tonight tomorrow we have terry our animal control officer here in fairhaven he's going to tell us about an event that he's got going on uh on saturday uh we also have chris markey state rep chris markey from dartmouth he's going to be joining us uh at seven and we got terry at eight so um stay tuned it's going to be a lot of fun and i uh, thank you for joining me tonight and i will see you tomorrow bye